Come on in, guys. Hello and welcome back to Talking Llama. Matt and Jared here for episode five of Survivor 45. Nobody quit, Jared. I don't like that that's notable, but we're now three for five. We're now in the majority of, of regular, just standard issue vote outs. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves, though. We're, you know, things even out. We should get another quit next week, but <laughs> I... I feel okay after this. I, w- I would scream if someone quits next week. <laughs> you know who wouldn't? Jeff. You know who wouldn't? D. I love I love them just bashing Sean on the beach. Yeah, that was good. I I respect him even less now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're gonna blow up the game and you're not even in it? Uh, we'll get to that because I have a few thoughts on that. I loved everything about that, though. Everything mm-hmm. about the, ener- the yep. energy they were bringing to that was just just perfect. Um, and we start there with Reba back at camp after after the Sean engineered quit, which is the the phrase du jour right now. Um, and the tension is that there's a random Sifu vote out there, and it was D. Probably an, an ill-placed vote, given what was happening, but so it goes. You deal with Didn't it. Didn't really read the room correctly. No, no. She wanted to stick with the plan, obviously. Um, Jay and Julie did not. Whether they just wanted to do Sean a solid or they didn't want to have someone left in the game who didn't want to be there, whatever the reason was. They went with 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 Sean and see who had a random vote out there. So, of course, D does the smart thing and says it wasn't her. Just blame Sean. Easy thing to do. Can't prove it one way or the other. The one wrinkle there is that Sean's parting words, because see who asked, just happened to be that he did not vote for her, for him. Which, what are you doing, my guy? Those those three girls were were doing you a solid. They were going to keep you in the game, first of all. Then when you want to get voted out, they vote you out. Just do him a solid. Tell the tell Sifu you voted for him. Uh yeah, you know. Why would you do that though when you could still make it about you when you're leaving? It's a fair point. It's a fair point, my friend. I don't yeah. like that it's a fair point because of what it it's about, but yes, that, that's fair. Um so but they're they're convincing, they're they're holding it together. Uh, so Sifu wants to believe Sean, but he can't quite be sure, but he also can't get a read uh, on the girls. They're, they're doing everything they can to play it off as if, as if Sean did vote for him. And then later on, on the beach the next day, the, the three girls are talking about Sean and they basically say they can't believe that Sean did that. And then D says, now I respect him even less, (laughs) even less. That's the best part. Even less talked about how like just quitting is so ridiculous and Sean's circumstances were absurd 
to to quit. Whether you call it a vote or a quit, it's effectively a quit. I'm just going to stick with quit. And just, I respect him even less. It's just, just incredible. Like I said, they were doing him a favor. Um, so now they're they're left to, left to scramble in a way that they shouldn't have had to do. But again, that's the game. It's the risk you take. Again, D could have avoided it by just voting Sean, like she should have. But, yep. Can't change this it now. This is kind of, yeah, I mean, this is more fun, too. True. True. Very true. And then Sifu shows us that he's made a fake idol. Spent the last several days making it. Looks pretty convincing for a fake. Yeah, it's not bad. 60th percentile, fake idol. So he tells D that he has an advantage. An advantage. She guesses idol, and he just goes, shh. So not confirming it, but confirming it. But here's the thing that frustrates me to no end. D and Julie literally helped Austin find the Reba idol. <laughs> and Sifu, Sifu has not been on a journey. Do they think there's a second pre-merge beach idol that he just somehow has? I didn't even think of this. <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, situational awareness. And then Julie even talks about, you know, do we vote out Jay who's been on the bottom and is kind of weak in challenges? Or do we vote out Sifu with an idol in his pocket? You know he doesn't have an idol. You know, well, you you can say it's Survivor, so you can't say anything with 100% certainty. But you can say this with, what, 95% certainty, if not more, maybe, that he yeah. does not have an idol? Maybe he has an amulet. I was going to say, don't get me started, but it'll be don't get me started yet on how <laughs> just stupid the amulets are. Okay. Uh, so then eventually Jay thinks that Sifu believes she voted for him because in his interrogation, he just explained a Tai Chi technique to her. And that yes. was the extent of it. We didn't get one-on-one with, with, with all three, or we didn't see it at least. It was just, what's it called? Push hands or whatever? But how you push back on your opponent? <sighs> yep. Can't wait to see. Can't wait to see him and Bruce interact now that we're at the merge. Yeah, there's there's a few good combos that I think will uh, make for some good television. But it, that would be towards the top of the list. Yep, that'll be good. Um, so Jay decides to kind of lean into it and just tell Sifu that she voted for him, that she's on the outs, and hopefully get get him to to trust her. I don't know that I fully get this plan. Because then it becomes, if if he buys into it, you're at a 2-2 split in his mind. Yeah. And if he has an idol, he's going to play it for himself, you would hope. And then in his mind, you would then be the one. Well, no. Oh, I, I see. If he, if, he, if he plays the idol and they both vote for, say, D... And they vote for Sifu, then D goes home in this scenario. But it seemed like kind of a stretch. Why not just just try to keep telling him that Sean voted for him? At least at least make him unsure of which way it is. Can try be convincing. You, you've already done it. It's a game about line. Just and there's he can't talk to Sean. He can't ask Sean what happened. Yeah, just I, that's exactly what I was saying to myself. I'm like, it's the right thing to do. Like you just go with it because, like, I mean. You definitely don't want to protect Sean because he screwed you on the way out. So, like, 
even off screen, there's really no relationship to preserve there. And then like, yeah, of, of course, like Sifu is just, it, it's almost like a next level mental game where like, you know what happened and you just keep telling him the wrong thing happened until he goes nuts. Yeah. Just, it's all, it's all about gaslighting or even more nuts. <laughs> Over to Bello, not a lot happened pre-challenge. Drew and Brando bond over Pokemon. Love seeing that. Don't hear a lot of Pokemon references. No. Uh, Drew still plays competitively. Brando still plays Pokemon Go, of all things. Hmm. Did you ever get into that? No. No? no. They said, you said that aggressively. It was an aggressive I did novel. not. Um, how, what is this, five years ago? Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It wasn't my thing. I, I liked big... Pokemon back in the day, but I just never got into it like post uh, original phase. Did you ever play the card game? No, I just collected. I, I had some uh, some old Game Boy Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. I I still mixed. Uh, I, I still mixed them in. I haven't played it in. It's been less than 10 years that I've last played and completed Pokemon Blue, though. Yeah, the uh, I mean, I know they still make. They just made a new one. Uh, one of my coworkers just got it for the Switch. Sick. Did you yeah. see that Ash finally became like a champion or something like that? I <laughs> it's, now like it's a, officially is, over my head. This is like a year ago. Like, yeah, finally became. I mean, I it's did. monumental. That's our child. It. That's our childhood contemporary, Jared. Uh, you know it is, but unfortunately, I've not been keeping up. Oh, looks like you got some episodes to go catch up on. After I watch every episode of Australian Survivor. Yes. Speaking of which, it was just announced, confirmed, coming back in 2024. Love to hear it. As expected, just now it's official confirmation. So we could ditch the coverage plan. You could just speed run through the, the next eight seasons and we could we could watch it live. That doesn't sound like the worst idea. It's probably going to be January, most likely. Yeah, I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. We'll see. I got leagues to bowl, man. That's my that's my uh, survivor off season. Got okay. Let's yeah. see. The last season aired January thirtieth through March twenty seventh. <laughs> that's such a long time compared to what we have now. <laughs> And that's with like triple the ep- double the episodes. I was looking at, so we're we're doing Aussie twenty seventeen. There are twenty seven episodes. Wow, we, we've we've gone through sixteen. There's still eleven left. <sighs> well, we are we're officially off the rails. By the way, yeah, it's fine. But something to keep in mind, though, something to to think about is if you want to ditch our our plans and just and just power through. Okay, and we can watch it live. Up to you, but yes, different. Conversation for a different time. Um, then over at Bello, still Brando and Drew and Emily bound over being nerds. And Brando says nerds never go far in this game. That's got to change. Is that a recent development or is John Cochran not a nerd? Uh, oh, dang it. I, I wish I had the witty comeback of uh, my favorite Cochran quote. He said something like, you think I'm going to like 
bro out with the guys or I, I forget what he said, but yeah, he was basically saying uh, he is a nerd. So I would, I would take his word for it. Let's see. Yeah. I was trying to think of when the last time I, I feel a like translucent he, nerd. I feel like Marianne thought she was kind of a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. She, Adam, she Adam qualified. Klein is, is yep. at least, is at least nerd adjacent. Yep. Um, and I mean, Christian didn't win, but he went he had far. a good run. Davey. Yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole Goliath or the whole David team in a way you could argue was yeah. kind of nerdy. Yeah. So maybe that should have been the sign that he was the one to go saying something so illogical like that. That, Yeah. Speaking of illogical though, he says he wants to form a nerd alliance, true or not, whatever. And then Drew just says, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing i i didn't know if like that was just me being like huh that seems weird or yeah this is good you're validating me now that i'm like is this this is not normal no it's it's like your favorite movie in ghostbusters if someone asks you if you're if you're a god you say yes it's yeah. if someone asks you to be ask you to be an alliance you say yes yeah and if you're nick you name it yeah so yeah, I. Uh, then Brando literally says, "Well, if he's not going to do that, then I have no choice but to work against him." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, Brandon, this is a logical path he's following, or Brando, logical path he's following here. Yeah, yeah. He gives an olive branch. She's what's there, and it literally just gets snapped in two in his face. And he says, "Okay, well, <laughs> there goes that option." Yeah, it's just so funny too. Like, I'm not sure when the Pokemon and like nerd conversation happened relevant or relative to this. Like, I'm not sure what they did with the edit, but like to see them like talking for a couple minutes and like bonding and then like the next step being like, so now that we've talked about all of this, what would you think about being in an alliance? No. <laughs> It's yeah, it was a it was a choice. The choice. We'll we'll say we'll say that. Uh over at Lulu, Jake collapses again. And apparently the, the first collapse was to set up the second collapse. Yeah, the uh the first one was very close to the fire, it looked like. Yeah. Um that's scary. So anyway, yeah, not I don't mean that's probably not the most important thing we could be talking about right now um, where the collapse happened. But yeah, like it's not like a normal looking collapse either. No, because is... he, he kind of like, I mean, again, it, it looked again in a non-medical opinion whatsoever. It looks like what you would picture a seizure looking like. Uh, Yeah, he looked um very uh tom savage i don't know if you remember i i need to make sure that that's the guy's name um but like this was a yeah this is a quarterback who like hit his head on the ground and was like kind of like shaking a little bit um it looks kind of like that yeah i I guess I don't know if I'd be able to recognize like a legitimate seizure, but it's it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, we once again 
don't see medical come out and talk to him. And well, I they have a nurse. <laughs> and I'm sure, I mean, they, they had to have talked, have spoken to him and checked in on him. But the fact that it's happened twice and we haven't seen them even come out, they must not think it's anything like serious or or potentially serious. Well, yeah, two things. One, must not be that serious. And two, even if it's not, maybe send someone out so like you don't look super reckless as a crew. Yeah. I'm guessing that they're assuming that fans are doing what, what we're doing and just assuming that they're checking in on him because it's a, like an, a TV show with a lot of money and studio stuff behind it that they that they have to. But usually you would, especially in a 90 minute episode, at least show the doctor coming out and saying, you know, how you feeling, whatever, and have them say the Kelly thing of, oh, it's just your blood sugar. You got a little weak and you gave out. It happens. Yeah, or or honestly, don't show us that he collapsed. But then we wouldn't have gotten the emotional backstory. I fine, fair. That's fair. It's fair. But like, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, that unless it plays into something later on, somehow, I yeah, I don't. It does. It doesn't really. I don't know. I guess maybe they want to show his full full journey on the show whatever that ends up being whether it's one more vote or day 26 yeah it seemed very ominous for like his status in the game like it seemed like they were telling us oh we better tell you all this important stuff about him while he's still here yeah that's the, that's the thing it fe- it feels like it's setting up for something but unless it's just him there I say quitting because he because he physically can't handle it or being pulled from the game because it keeps happening or happens and something bad happens next time that I, mean, I don't know it just seems it seems a little a little odd but he's okay for now and the show is still airing so nothing terrible could have happened to him because I feel like if it went really bad they would maybe not air the show or something like that but it seems to be fine it ultimately in the end whatever his survivor journey finishes as but something to kind of keep in mind is to see if it comes back because if it doesn't come back in any way it does seem kind of odd to include it like we said yeah but we'll wait and see uh and katura takes a little jaunt to the water well to to come back to find that everyone else has had left so she takes the chance to start looking for an idol doesn't get much of a chance as caleb sees her and calls calls out her name but it's too late because everyone else has seen her looking in a tree, and Caleb trying to do us do her solid, be like, "Hey, Katura," just kind of get her attention. But everyone had seen her looking, and everyone calls her out on it. Um, she seems to be struggling a little bit, maybe more than at least I had realized. Like Caleb is put in the work, um, so that's where that relationship comes from. But the rest of the tribe seems to be maybe a little bit wary of her right now. Yeah, we. I don't think they had really led us in that direction Mm-mm. until this moment. Like, I, I thought she was looking pretty good and was getting a fairly favorable edit. But yeah, this, this was like, oh, by the way, like everyone suspects her of some kind of shady things. Yes, yes. 
so we'll we'll see where that goes, especially now with with the merge merge approaching here or coming up next week. Um, Caleb basically has had one on one with everybody except with Kelly. So then he tells her about Sabaya's idol, and just one more thing to kind of solidify that that partnership. So my guy's sitting real pretty right now. Yeah, he's um, you know, I I said last week maybe like too strong too soon, but. If you're going to go that route, I mean, like you might as well go all in and just like build up all the relationships you can too. Um, and at least from what we've seen, he's doing that better than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's got friendships with what? Eight people now, basically, it seems like nine people. That. Could be could be beneficial for him, but if everyone starts talking about how awesome Caleb is and how much they get along with Caleb, the wheels could start to turn. Like, oh, if we all feel this way, maybe we should do something about that. Yep. But we'll see. I mean, Wendell and Tommy were well liked all the way through from beginning to end. So it can be done. You no, know, it'd be tough, but you know, we'll see. And if he keeps just crushing challenges, just social, social strategize your way to the final like seven, win final last couple of immunities, and then win the fire and win the game. Simple as that, Jared. It's an easy game. It's an easy game. And Katura and Bruce, round five. <laughs> the, the never ending battle. This needs to be our segment of the season. You know, like how we had like the Lydia's tweets thing. Yep. Like this is like an every episode thing. This is. And this time I'm on. I'm on Bruce's side. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Score one for Bruce. Score the, the push presence. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't agree with, with, with his reaction to it and, and calling her out. But the idea. Yeah. Yeah. He's completely right. The child is the gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely incredible stuff. I've been, I've found Bruce a little annoying up to this point. Seems like, seems nice enough, but a little annoying, a little much. But tonight, my man, all in. Yep. Good for him. Good. For this him. is, it was getting a little one sided. And even still, I don't think it was about Couture specifically. I think it was just her idea was so stupid that he had to call it out. And it yeah. and he would he would have done it to anybody had they suggested it, but it just happened to be Katura, which was the best person possible <laughs> to have yep. to have mentioned that. Yep. And then, you know, he if he wants to go a step further, he could also always say it's the dumbest thing he's ever heard. <laughs> I don't know that I go that far, but <laughs> If someone said that about push gifts or push presents, I don't know that I'd push back very hard on that. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I'm going to let you keep going. That that was pretty much it. Okay. Uh, but, but Caleb is, he might be starting to turn on Bruce or get the idea that Bruce is maybe a little much. He sees how controlling he is and how just, he has to have his way. And Caleb, he's, again, doing great. He's playing the role of loyal soldier, acting like his best friend, so that 
when he does have to turn on Bruce, Bruce hopefully won't see it coming. So I I have a feeling Bruce could be a popular target early on. Not because yeah. of, not because of what Emily said. He has this has this huge advantage in the game from playing thirteen hours already, but just the personality. Yeah, I think as more of like a feeling out vote, like you, you know, you're just trying to see who's aligned with who, and like you kind of all band together to take out the most like unstable person, and and just kind of like yeah, I I could see that being a pretty easy option yep but we'll see they didn't they didn't tease the earn the merge in the preview but i have to assume that that's unfortunately staying well you gotta earn it no so here here's my big idea you do the earn the merge but only one person earns their way to the merge then everyone out that person is safe then everyone else has to vote somebody out and then those players who are remaining go to the merge hmm you know, I like where your head's at. Revolutionary I, idea. I feel like maybe in a few more seasons they'll get there. Can't wait till Jeff pitches that as a new idea. And it's just like, oh, and that's just <laughs> that we wanted it to be that way again. And like maybe like have some food for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. You know, because they're starving. Except two tribes are no longer starving. I don't like how they did that right before the merge. Well, actually, yeah. it, it's it's fish, so they're it's not really going to keep. I don't think in the hot yeah desert island sun. Just peculiar timing. Yeah, but even still, a, a big, relatively speaking, big food reward right before the merge. Space it out a little bit, but whatever. Uh, so at the immunity challenge, one at a time, uh, they go through a three-level obstacle course, collecting keys. Once the first, th- once the three players are through. The remaining player uses that key to release a long hook, which is then used to release the sandbags. I was surprised that that was all that player did. Yeah, yeah. Because um, then the other three gather the sandbags, and one of them has to each knock down one of the three targets. So one person just got the did the did the the hook and the key and released the bags, and then they're done. Yeah, it, which I mean. Well documented. I'm not a huge challenge guy, so like you, this just doesn't stick out to me that much. But yeah, they all just kind of start to feel the same. But it, it's a good point. Yep. And then the first tribe to finish wins ten fresh fish. Second gets five fresh fish. Fresh fish. Reba finishes first, with Lulu coming in second, which means Belo is going to tribal council, and Emily's on Belo. So of course. Actually, naturally, with Lulu anywhere, it works. But she feels like she's probably maybe the curse, even though this is their first tribal council as you bail. But anyway, I digress. And then I look at the clock. I see, oh, it's, you know, 750, 755. Great half hour for the pre-merge, the little bit of scramble or I'm sorry, the pre-tribal, a little bit of scrambling. Great. And then we get the journey. Yep. Jay goes from Reba. They did the worst rock, rock, paper, scissors, scissors I've ever seen. You catch this? No. So one, it's rock. Oh, they're like. It, did you win? It's rock paper scissors shoot. That's just the way it goes. They did it on three. Not the worst part. Um, Jay threw. It was either rock and scissors or paper and rock. It was like. A it was they didn't tie. It was she. 
Jay won, and then D starts to throw it again. And she's like, oh, did you win? It's like, yeah, I won. So the game works. <laughs> Everything beats something else. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would love yeah. to see someone like like throw it like Tornado. Uh, who's the one that did the... Oh, Joey Tribbiani from Friends. They they had rock, paper, scissors, and he did like fire or something. Look, look at you, Jared. Yeah. Friends reference. Nice. I have that. I mean, it, it's a TV show, not a movie, so it makes sense. It does. It plays. So Jay wins that, and then they choose Kelly from Lulu and Austin from Bello. They get they get to their location and say, oh, you get a, you'll have a choice today. Yay. Mm-hmm. They get to cl- they climb a mountain and they get to their choice. They can either take sustenance and some sandwiches and some just some, some uh, nice little food there, or an advantage in the amulets. Majority rules in this case. The amulets are so stupid. There's there's almost nothing more stupid. I won't say nothing. Won't say nothing, but almost nothing. So the amulets. They can they can only be played with all of the other remaining amulets in the games. So you have to work together. And the power changes, remember from before, with how many are left. When there's three, it's an extra vote between the three of them, not each. Mm-hmm. If there's two left, it's a steal a vote. And if it's one, it's an idol. Unless you get a group that's already working together. And even then, it's iffy. All this does is incentivize them to vote each other out. Yeah. Because time and time again, the extra vote and the steal a vote, it alludes to more power than it actually has most of the time, that you think it's something great. And that's when it's one person, one vote. This is mm-hmm. three people working together to use this, you know, theoretically. For an extra, a shared extra vote. How do you decide who gets to cast the vote? And then a steal a vote, same deal. How do you decide who steals it, who gets to vote for it? Of course, they're going to go for the idol. It's the only real thing in the game, in the of those three. So Austin correctly says, "I want sandwiches." Just says, "I'm 100%, so hundred percent, a hundred percent." Should have been a question. And then, and then Jay wants wants the amulets. And then Kelly's in the middle. But she ultimately sides with Jay, who, and then Austin, once again, correctly, just qu- is quick to act like he's happy. He's like, yeah, partnerships are more important than food, whatever he says. And then he's like, but this is not a start of an alliance. This is a declaration of war. I'm taking them both out. I'm getting myself an idol. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yes, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know how they don't, they don't see it or how two of them didn't see it. Yep. It's and like we've like this is not the first time that we've seen this like it's just complicated every time and ideally I mean a dream scenario is not just that they all agree on the sandwich but they agree on the sandwich citing the reason that amulets are stupid yes and just like say that and that is that. That's just the consensus. Say it definitively so the show can't edit around it. Yeah, we need Danny McRae back. They'd find a way. They... <laughs> Our hero. 
Yeah. I need footage of him just landing to Jeff. For the, he would have done it. The turn back time. Yep. Yep. But the ambulance, there's, and then Jay says this is the, her best dance survivor yet. And then Aki oh says stop. probably the worst dance survivor yet. Yeah. Nothing against Jay ex- up until right now. Yeah. Not a good look. At least strategy wise and game wise. I can see someone be tempted by the amulet, but you got to step back and think and realize how stupid that is. Yeah. First off, it's like we we can't all even agree that we want the amulets. And now we need to agree on when to use them. Yeah. Oh, my. That's a great point. (laughs) It's a great point. Uh, It's just, uh, yeah, you can't make it up. This is I'm I'm after Caleb Austin is my guy now. Just yeah, not just a bad for choice. this, just not for just choice. for this, I'm rooting very hard for him. Just he deserves it after being the only one to see it correctly and see it right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even says it's not much advantage; it's a disadvantage because now those want to vote me up. They don't want to work with me. They want to vote me up. They want an idol. They don't want a shared extra vote or a shared steal a vote. Yeah. And when he said, he's like, I'm going to be honest. I just want the sandwich. <laughs> they they like looked at him. They're like, really? <laughs> yes. Why would I want this? And then Kelly says, I don't want to be the one to decide. But you have to be at that point. Yeah. Like, well, it's it's 1-1. One, one. All right. So back back at, uh, at Belo before the tribal, they're Going about it very civilly, just saying, hey, we'll just all take our time to do one-on-one conversations. So teach their own. Uh, Kendra and Emily talk, and Kendra tries to pin the target on Drew. At the same time, Brando offers Drew his shot in the dark if he will vote for Kendra instead of Brando. And Drew rightfully says he gave this up way too easily. It's gotta be a it's gotta be a move, gotta be a ruse. Um, he just rolled over without any fight before I could even speak. So good on him. Uh, but then then Brando does some work. He tells Emily that the Kendra idea was pitched by Drew, who had told who who Drew and Drew had told Emily that Brando pitched it. And Emily, this is what I don't get in Survivor that it's hard to convey is when someone tells another player something, they believe it. Then another player tells that same person the opposite. Like, oh, so you're telling the truth. Yeah. Like, obviously, there are people you trust more. But if it's relatively equal, or I feel like she trusted Drew more heading into this. She just believed Brando with no reason. Honestly, with no reason to believe one over the other. They're both telling the most, the more advantage, advantaged viewpoint from where they stand in the game both incentivized to tell their version that they told her i don't know how how she just easily flips to believing brando over drew there yeah i i have no idea i mean maybe like not to say this is what happened in her case but in general when this happens the person who is being told two separate things like has an idea in their head and then the person that tells you the thing that you already think it is is the one you believe, but like, I don't know how you could like predict this and have this in your head to begin with. 
Yeah. Uh, and then Emily, so Emily talks to Drew about this, and Drew tries to defend himself and does what he can. But I feel like that'd be such a frustrating situation to be in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. When you know you told that person the truth, and now they're accusing you of lying because someone just said the opposite of what you said. Yep. And then you look like the crazy person for getting like defensive when that's a natural reaction. Yeah. Yep. This is like a, it's a very secret Hitler type scenario. Yes. That's a, that's a very good, good analogy. Just like, you know, that you're on the side that you're on. Someone else says you're not. And then you're like, well, wait a second. But you can't convince anyone. Yep. Been there. Yep. Tough stuff. The game is stupid. Not a fan. Love Survivor, though. Love Survivor. Hate Secret Hitler. Just <laughs> I'll, I'll play it very passively, which is not the way to play that game. Not a big social politics guy. And if I'd ha- I would if I was on Survivor. You have to. But that game is just. We don't have to get into <laughs> why, why I dislike that game. Um, so Austin returns and he tells a partial truth, tells me they had a choice between the sandwiches or doing a challenge for a reward that they didn't know what it would be. Shaking your head. I am. It's just like this seems like an unnecessarily complicated or unnecessary complicated lie. Why? Because like you're like you're just saying that. I don't have an advantage. And then on top of that, you're lying about like how you didn't get it. And like, oh, I'm exhausted. And like, it just, it seemed weird to me that he would go to these lengths to be like, I don't have anything. I thought it was a pretty good idea. Not, well, you explain yourself to me then. I think you don't, you don't say we had a choice between food and just taking an advantage. Because then they're going to believe you took the advantage if it was just there to take. And then if you tell them that, you kind of have to tell them the truth. So then, or or say we all got X Y Z, or we have an advantage, but we don't know, but we don't know what it is until day fifteen or something or something random like that. That it kind of keeps you in the clear that you you didn't get food, so there's no animosity there. It might be if if everyone's hungry. I guess, and, yeah. And in terms of the lies, it was a. It, I I think it'd be a believable story. Yeah, I guess we've we've talked enough about this where it's like no matter what, sometimes what you say, people just aren't going to believe you. So, I would rather keep it as simple as possible. But I guess if you're predicting animosity, like yeah, I I was thinking it's just like. Yeah, we like we can get food or we can get this and we took the food and I thought that was going to be what he said. Yeah, it's just like we, we got because like a sandwich is nice, but it's not like you got some big like spaghetti dinner or or steak or anything like that. It's, it's a sandwich and it helps, but it's not some huge, you know, food reward. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I hope at these journeys that this just gets cut that they at least discuss what they're going to tell the other their other their respective tribes a hundred percent 
and then they don't have to hold themselves to that for by any, by any means if they don't trust the other two. But I I'd have to imagine I would hope at least they are discussing that. Say, hey, I'm. What do you think about this? They all agree. Yes, we'll we'll go with this story so that if they do want to work together, they can all tell the same story and it matches up. Or you get the the Bruce and and Brandon part of it where you get caught in a lie. Yeah, well, that's I had that exact thought too watching it. Like of of all the things that you've shown us here, like it would actually be useful to know if all three people as stupid and pointless as this whole thing has been, if all three people will at least go back to their own tribes and say the same thing, like, because that is what people who are working together should do. And now you're all working together because you share this really minimal advantage. So like, I actually think that would be one of the more important things to show. Like, are we working together already? Like, are we communicating together already? But I don't know, man. They, yeah. I, my, the first thing that struck me as like really frustrating about this whole journey thing this time around was that they had already started to show some of the pre tribal stuff. Like, I feel like we were like, they were settling in and like getting ready to like dig into the politics of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, boats here. And it's like, why, why, why just nobody go, let's just talk this out and, and get to the good stuff. Yep. Oh, well, one of the issues with the, with the journey, one of the many issues um, I think we're on record many times over on how stupid the journeys usually are. And this one was no exception. Uh, but then Austin does tell Drew the truth. Um, you know, they're they're tight too, so that was that's no surprise. And then after Drew fills in Austin on the whole Emily thing, Austin does decide to tell to tell Emily as a way to hopefully build some trust. And she even says, oh, I've seen that before. So, like, yes, they, they know the amulet. If you're watching the show, you know how stupid it is. you sh- Or you should know how stupid it is. Yeah. But they're still not quite sure heading into tribal and where everything stands. But they do, they, Drew and Austin, do have some serious advantages at, at their disposal if they choose to use them. Drew's got the safety without power. Austin has the idol, which is a one-time use idol that can then be extended by giving up his vote. But then he also has the goodwill advantage, which then restores that vote. What do you think? Do you think it should be within the rules of the game that he can use it that way? Where he gives up a vote and then he uses his own advantage to restore that vote? Should there be some fine print against that? I'm good with it. Yeah, I I mean... Yeah, you got you got the advantage. You should be able to use it to the best, like like in the best, most strategic way possible that benefits you the most. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just I saw a couple people on on Twitter just randomly espousing that they don't think you should really use your advantage to cancel out another advantage. Which I think advantages in general 
I'm sure there's ex- examples where this would not be the case, should have loose rules, kind of like with the challenges that if you, so like perfect example is in Australian Survivor, there's the challenge that we saw where they have to kind of walk across poles from one end to the next. But then instead of doing that, Lockie and the other big guys just had them sit on the pole and carried them from one end to the next. Yeah. And and JLP even said, that's oh, not how this was designed, but you figured it out. Good for you. That's how that's how the game should be. That's how advantages should be. That if you can, you know, work your way around and find a I don't want to say loophole, but that's probably the best word I can think of right now. A loophole or a creative man- maneuverability with an advantage, you should be able to do that. You shouldn't be hamstrung by some weird, weird rule. There have to be some rules in place, obviously, but I think they should be minimal. And so I don't think every player would have thought of that. It seems obvious on the surface, I think, but I, I, I for sure believe that there are tons of players who wouldn't have thought of that in the moment. Yeah. And and also like if you if you say that no other advantage can restore the vote that you're losing with this advantage, it just or you know, like restore the vote that you're losing with the one time idol, it just weakens the other one too. Like it just weakens the one time idol. Like it's like, why would I want this? I I can't do anything with it. Like I can't even get another advantage to to help myself with this. Like it's like you're just yeah, you're if if it was the other way around, it would decrease the use of the goodwill and decrease the use of the one time idol. And yeah, I'm I'm glad that they they built that um option in. And then we head into Tribal. Uh, Drew does not play Safety Without Power. Austin does do the Sacrifices vote to extend his idol and then re get his vote again. Like on what word I want to say, but you get the idea. And maybe I just missed it. When did the vote switch to Brando? Was it because of like the line and kind of the two timing Drew and Emily? Uh, do you mean because from it, Hannah? No, no, wasn't it going to be Kendra? Or I mean, from sorry, Kendra. Like, sorry, wasn't it? I or did those... I just misread that? Um, that's I might I might have I might have like taking notes and I just missed something, but I I thought Kendra was the was the was the plan over Brando, but was it was it when they kind of caught Brando in the those those lies yeah, like, who I... was pitching Kendra? I guess maybe we were supposed to assume that that's that that was the case when Brando is like, well, I guess I'm going up against Drew now. Like, I but yeah, I don't know if they ever definitively said that they were changing it from Kendra to Brando. And I, I actually, yeah, now that I think about it, I remember having that moment too of like, yeah, I guess it's either Brando or Drew. And I was like, Oh, okay. I must have, yeah, I must have just missed that part. But if you're saying the same thing, they probably never showed it. Yeah, it wasn't. Again, maybe, maybe I just missed something. But it's that was one of the 
the least clear, like usually, usually you can figure out it's going to be A or B. And it was in this case, but I had the wrong, I had one of the wrong people. And maybe that's on me. And maybe I just, just spaced, spaced here, but it, it felt like it was, it was framed as Kendra or Drew, but not a big deal. It was in terms of the, the, the sides and who was going to go with whom Kendra and Brando were the same in that basic function. So it's not a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, I guess I'll let you get to the actual vote itself before I say what I'm going to say. Yep. And it goes three to Brando. Brando is out and Kendra cannot believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not a good sign for her game moving forward, probably. I mean, you have like Emily was the swing vote. Unless the four were gonna team up and vote on Emily, which would have been really stupid. The vote was Drew or Brando. Like you can be surprised, disappointed, but to to come off as like legitimately shocked, you hadn't she hadn't worked with Emily in a single vote yet. <laughs> There'd only been talk. They always say the vote is where you prove yourself. That's where you that's where you earn your trust. They hadn't yeah. had a chance to do that. I don't know why she felt so dialed in to Emily and that alliance, but she was and bit her in the butt. The only defense I will give her is that at one point they did show Emily saying, like, I've promised both sides that I'm working with them and now I have to go back on my word. But like yeah, but that's also it's survivor. survivor. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> if you just say I promise or I give you my word, it only means so much until you follow through on it or not. But we Kendra's a little bit different. And you know, maybe maybe that goes a longer ways with her than it does with more. I, I was kinda players. I was kind of thinking the same thing that she does seem maybe a little more inclined to take people at their word. Or be be more ready to do so at least. Yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. Good. What's her what's her catchphrase? Is that it? Kendra's? Yeah. She has a catchphrase? Yeah. Oh, you missed that? Yeah. Is that from this this episode? It is. It is. Well, if sorry. If whatever man is her catchphrase, it's not a very original <laughs> or or catchy catchphrase. You didn't you didn't really tell. That's what I was uh, trying to do there. So yeah, maybe it, it could use a little fine tuning. But now I'm confused. Did she give a catchphrase? She and did. She said was her catchphrase. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Yeah. She, not she's important. not. She's not. My cup of tea. No. No. With maybe the, we should talk about the ambulance a little more. Or about Kendra's animal impressions. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I I love it though because for someone like me, that's super annoying and I don't want to see it. But then there are other people where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm all in on this person. I love what they're bringing, and good for them. It's just just like some people probably didn't like Nora, but I don't get that. She's the best. Um, so, some people. You get annoyed by some people you find hilarious and endearing and in, in in endearing. If I said that the first time, or endearing. Yeah, but you yeah. and Big Wendy. 
that's that's the second big Wendy reference this this season we've had, and I don't like. <laughs> it. I just have to. I got to sneak it in there. Do you though? You know she's she's a part of the show's history, Matt. And she may not be your cup of tea, like you said, but there's people out there that love her. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> All right. So five people gone and we're at the merge next week. Uh, quick question about yeah. the vote. Did yeah. did you ever think it wasn't Brando? Like, did you think there's a chance Drew could go? I I thought it was the vote was for sure leaning Brando. The The big thing for me, and maybe, maybe this is just a coincidence, but last week they showed nothing of Emily talking to Brando and Kendra. Like, I don't think a single word. And I feel like they would have, if they were going to be working together this week, they would have shown us. Like, that's why it was dumb. Show us something. To show that there are some steps being taken at least. But then it's like, well, they didn't even talk in the last episode. I'm just gonna at least at least for me, the way I view it, my default's gonna be that she's siding with Drew and Austin. Yeah. I'm I never really gave it a serious thought that Drew could be going until like I saw his name written for the second time. And then at that point you just kinda have to acknowledge like, oh, if he gets another vote, he's gone. But but it also, this is where some of the invisible edits, edits are a bigger detriment because Brando had been like invisible and then he got a lot of airtime this week. And it's not a one-to-one correlation, but there are plenty of examples where a player does not get a lot and then the, the week they are voted out, they get the their most airtime of the season or most airtime in a few episodes. Yep. So I don't think it's a coincidence that Brando got a lot this week and then he's voted out. No. No. But again, to like a to like a casual viewer who just they watch Survivor 7 to 8 30, turn it off, don't think about it again, they might not pick up on that. So that's not a huge deal to, to a lot of people. But you watch the show enough, and those are the kinds of things you pick up on. And another reason that they should try to give everyone a, a more equal edit. Not everyone deserves an equal amount of screen time because some, sometimes people pop and they deserve more. But these are things why you why they should, especially with, with an extra half hour, give them a little, give them a little bone. Toss them a little bone. Yep. But who who do you like at the merge right now? Who's who's sitting who's sitting good in your eyes? I think a lot of people actually, to be honest. Yeah, there's there's some decent options um emily austin drew uh i think they're all looking pretty good if that's an actual an actual trio going forward they they could do some real damage yep and if they um, if they link back up with with d and julie and jay you know there there's six that's that could be a, a strong group right there yeah yep um I think maybe Caleb Kelly and Jake like that trio. Um, I'm assuming Bruce is not necessarily as in with them. Uh, 
I th- I think I think like you said, Bruce could be an easy yeah just consensus vote. Yeah. Um, if, he, if he's not in in the the half that that wins the challenge, I think it could be. They wouldn't ruffle too many feathers, if if he got got proposed as as the target. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. It's kind of now that I'm looking at it, it is like a trios thing. Um, because I think Caleb is kind of in with like Kelly and Jake at this point, but also he's in with Katura, but she's not really in with the other two as much as we thought she was. And um, Caleb's also in with Emily. Yeah, yeah. He's in with everyone that he's met and so far. Like, there's yep. nobody who's like actively working against him yet. Yeah, and you mentioned these three, but like J, D, and Julie as a trio to like separate from Emily, Austin, and Drew, like could be something on their own. Yeah, and oh, what we didn't even talk about was that D and Julie dis- discussed the the idea of flipping on Jay at the next vote. Now, I think that was probably two things. One, fear of Sifu's idol, they, again, should know he doesn't have. And two, thinking of challenges. That if they go to tribal again, then they, they just want to win the next challenge they can. And Sifu will help more at that than Jay. So now that that's not an issue, I wonder if they go back on that and try to just pretend that they didn't that they didn't discuss that and just stick with Jay going forward. Yeah. So yep. a lot of different combinations of old alliances coming back, coming back together, new alliances, new and old coming together to, to mix and match a little bit and see what happens. Um, there's really no animosity aside from Katura towards Bruce, so there's not really any drama coming back to camp. At least never is anymore. At least not yet, which is a huge shame. If only Emily could stick to to day one, Emily. Yeah, but it's all about the journey, not not in it's not the way that we hate. It's about winning the game or losing the game. It's about character arc. You can have a good character arc and still be very dramatic and messy. True. Yeah. But so we're at the merge. Both of our winner picks are still alive. I'm feeling better about mine than yours. Oh, for sure. Yep. But a lot of game left to play. A lot of survivor left left to survive. Uh yeah, definitely. Um Yeah, I I guess Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the merge. I'll say that. Like it it feels. I was thinking about it like during the episode. It just feels early, but maybe that's because I've been watching Australian this... Survivor. And, and they got to, got to the merge episode sixteen. But yeah. I was thinking the same thing though, and then I looked back. Forty four merged in episode six. Same episode here. Forty three merged at episode six so they're kind of right on schedule 42 merged at episode six. 
seven, six again. If I'm reading that right. Yep. So yeah, they're right. They're right on track there. They gotta mix things up. Yeah. Although I guess the number of people, so forty-two voted out six people, and then, oh, but one person was medically evacuated. Maybe that messed it up. Forty-three voted out six people before the merge. Forty-four voted out five, but had two people. One quit because of injury. One was Bruce Medevac. They they just need to. So we're at um, how many people left? We're still thirteen. Thirteen. So. Let's see. So that's ten. So what? So the next vote's probably not going to be on the jury, and then the jury starts next. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Which, mix things up. Mix things up on on when when they merge, merge and have like two votes and then start the jury. Merge early. Merge late. Have a smaller jury. Just change things up so it doesn't become so predictable, without changing like the the core function in the game. Because that wouldn't that wouldn't affect much on how the game is played, but it just kind of keeps players on their toes that they can't. Pencil in their mental calendar when XYZ is going to happen. Yeah. But still feeling good about the season overall. And if we have no more quits the rest of the way. I think the the players left are are there to play. And hopefully we can stop talking about hopefully no more quits going forward. But I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about the where, where it's at and where it's headed. Yeah. Same. I, I think they've done a good job. Moving to 90 minutes. It's going to be such a bummer if they have to go back to 60 minute episodes. I don't yeah. know how they can. I don't know how they can. It was kind of, you can't mm -mm. put the toothpaste back in the tube type of situation. Yeah. You can't do this and then go back to an in, a clearly inferior version with the current setup of the show. But we'll deal with that when we deal with that. But for now, we've just got season 45 to worry about and hopefully continue enjoying. And Australian Survivor as well. We just put out our pre-merge through the merge vote episode talking about Australian Survivor 2017. And we'll have the rest of the season episode out at some point. Like we discussed on our tangent here earlier, we may scrap the rest of the season's coverage to do live coverage of the next Aussie, but we'll see how things go. It's a lot to watch in a short period of time. Um, but you know, we'll be here back. We'll be back here every week for Survivor 45. So make sure you are subscribed Apple, Spotify, anywhere else you listen. Follow us on Twitter at Llama Talk Pod on Instagram at Talking Llama Pod. For Jared Sundin, this is Matt Hambidge, and we will see you next time for another Screw for the Crispy.